EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Another week, another podcast. It's Friday, the 20th of May. Let's see what's been happening this week, courtesy of EV Comply. Starting the week with this news. The Mercedes G-Class EV will use a silicon battery tag to boost its range. Mercedes is the first publicly announced automotive customer of the battery startup Sela Nanotechnologies, founded by an ex-Tesla engineer. In Berlin, Mercedes-Benz will incorporate a new highly energy-dense battery in its upcoming electric G-Class from 2025. It's a solution to the problem of how to power large electric cars without weighing them down with heavy batteries. The battery, made by the startup, uses a silicon-based Androns and is 20% to 40% more energy-dense than comparable cells currently available. Sela, founded by an ex-Tesla engineer, raised an additional $590 million last year, boosting its valuation to an estimated $3.3 billion. Mercedes Chief Technology Officer Marcus Schofer said in a statement, Delivering such a high energy density is a true game changer and allows us to think in completely new directions when developing future electric cars. We're very excited about this and we cannot wait like most people to see how it works. Speaking of batteries, what do you reckon to this? Instead of charging your EV, just change the battery. Now, could switching your battery instantly for a fully charged one instead of waiting for it to charge be the answer to the growing demand? Now, that's what Chinese car maker Neo is doing at its facility in Norway. Already commonplace in China, this power swap station is the first in Europe, allowing drivers to book a slot on the company's app and then the old battery is removed by a team and replaced with one that's good to go. The process reportedly takes around 5 to 10 minutes, which is around 30 minutes quicker than the average time it takes to charge a battery. So how would you feel about that? Do you prefer to wait and charge? Or would you be all for the EV battery swap? Excitingly, as of yesterday, all EVs can use some of Tesla's supercharger network in the UK. This is huge news in EV land. Tesla has announced that its non-Tesla supercharged pilot scheme has expanded to include the UK and a few other European countries. In plain English, that means all electric cars on our shores can now use Tesla's fast charging stations. Tesla has said that 15 supercharger stations in the UK will be part of the pilot scheme to begin with, meaning 158 individual chargers are now available to those who haven't bought an EV devised by Mr. Musk. Drivers will be able to use the Tesla app to find the stations and charge their cars. And the company is also launching a membership model that offers the chance to pay £10.99 per month to access the lower KWH pricing. Now, if you don't sign up for that, you'll pay roughly 60p per kwh at a supercharger if you're not driving a model 3 y s or x that can be quite pricey but perhaps worth it given the reliability of the network the non-tesla supercharger pilot was first launched in november 2021 and up until now has only been active in the netherlands germany belgium and france also norway as well now this expansion brings in the uk spain sweden and Austria and we're very excited to see how this one plays out. 
In other news this week across the pond, Honda's all-electric Prologue crossover is taking shape as the automaker prepares for an electrified future that targets half a million EV sales in North America by 2050. The 2024 Prologue, Honda's first volume EV, will leverage General Motors' platform and the batteries as part of a partnership between the two automakers. Honda has said it expects to sell 70,000 Prologues that is a lot, but we think they can do it. In the UK, BCP Council has announced plans to install more than 130 charges for electric vehicles starting this summer. The rollout will be completed over the next year at a number of locations close to shops, parks, beaches, restaurants and leisure centres. The first phase will see a mixture of new fast and rapid charges installed at 34 council-owned car parks this summer, including Bath Road, South and Richmond Hill in Bournemouth, Bridge Street in Christchurch and Branksome Chine in Poole. Rapid chargers will be 50 kilowatts and they will allow the most electric cars to be charged from empty to 80% in around 40 minutes or smaller top-ups in a shorter time. As with existing EV chargers, users will be able to pay via the Mer app. Now, we're all aware of it, but not really figures we want to be reading. Now, this is an American survey, but still very interesting. EV battery costs could spike by 22% by 2026 as raw material shortages drag on. The tsunami of demand is coming, said Sam Jeff, who is vice president of battery solutions at eSource, which is a research firm in Boulder, Colorado. He said, I don't think the battery industry is ready for it. The price of EV battery cells has declined in recent years as production rose around the world. Battery cells currently cost $128 per kilowatt hour on average, and by next year could cost around $110 per kilowatt hour, the e-source has estimated. But the declines won't last much beyond that. E-Source estimates that battery cell prices will surge 22% from 2023 through to 2026, peaking at $138 per kilowatt hour before they resume a steady decline through to 2031, possibly to as low as $90 per kilowatt hour. The project spiked in the results of growing demand for key raw materials like lithium needed to make tens of millions of battery cells, Jeff said. There is a literal shortage of lithium and there's going to be an even sharper shortage of lithium as we continue. You cannot make the batteries if you don't mine the lithium. Now we know about this as I say, not really figures we want to be hearing and hopefully as I mentioned earlier on in the podcast, finding different battery solutions could be the way forward. This is fun. China is wanting to clone the classic Mini. They want to bring it back, but as an EV. Mr. Bean would be very, very happy. Now, a Chinese company called Beijing Aztec Technology has just applied for a pattern on the design that is very clearly an old Mini. I mean, there are some changes. It's mainly centered around the front end, which has maybe been made slightly smoother. You could argue a little more streamlined in the design. But other than that, the design and the proportions appear to be identical to those of an original Mini. Now, keep in mind that the company behind this may choose to make it slightly bigger than the original in order to give more interior room. The dimensions have not been mentioned in the patent application, so we're yet to know the exact size. We also don't know when and if this vehicle will even debut or what the current owners of the Mini name will have to say about it, but we'll definitely be keeping an eye out to see how this project progresses on its way to production. 
So Bentley has finally jumped on the bandwagon and their first EV will pack up to 1,400 HP and do 0 to 60 in 1.5 seconds. That is what we like to hear. Now, if that's too brutal, customers will have the option of a slower 0 to 60 mile per hour setting of 2.7 seconds. But, you know, go hard or go home, right? <laughs> Speaking of going hard or going home, Shell and ABB have unveiled the world's fastest EV charger. It's a big statement. Now, the ABB Terra 360 charger can supply electricity at rates of up to 360 kilowatts, and it will be first installed in Germany. After a few months of review, we will see if its title as the world's fastest EV charger is true or not. Speaking of chargers, the UK EV charger providers are likely to come in for heavy criticism for the state of the network this summer, but concerns will be addressed by the end of the year. Now, this is according to Osprey's CEO, Ian Johnson. He's describing the potential for negativity headlines as horrible, but stressing that we have to be open and honest about it. Johnson said this summer is going to be hard for every provider. There will be a lot of people used to home charging undertaking journeys to rural areas where the charge point provisions just won't cope. And that in turn creates a window for negative journalism, which is easily fed by writers heading to the motorway networks where some of the legacy infrastructure is still catching up. However, Osprey is set to double its charger network in size by the end of the year, including upgrading the capability of many of its points. By the end of this year, we're collectively going to have hundreds of more of these rapid charging hubs everywhere. The charging industry will move up a gear, he said. The frustration will be this summer, but by Christmas, capacity and capability should be vastly improved. I mean, with regards to this, what is the saying, Rome wasn't built in a day? The EV investment pool has also been shaken this week, sadly. First, Lordstown Motors said it would back off investing in tools to build its electric trucks until capital markets loosen up. Two days later, the EV startup Canoe issued a going concern notice to alert investors warning that it could run out of cash. Without more money, some EV startups face the real danger of just not making it. Those that can raise money could end up paying a lot more for it or just not getting as much as they need. The story has changed, said Bloomberg intelligence analyst Joe Levington. These companies are burning huge amounts of cash every day that the market goes down. Their liquidity gets more challenged. Levington said that the problem is convertible debt for many small EV companies with little or no revenue is costing more than 10%. They can't issue much secure debt because they lack hard assets. With stock prices depressed, issuing equity will be very dilutive to existing shareholders. So it's a tricky ground at the moment and we'll just have to see where the land lies once things settle. But it's not all bad. An EV firm has selected the UK for a new £12 million plant to produce cars. A new electric vehicle factory is being built in Coventry to produce up to 10,000 cars a year. The huge voting confidence for Britain comes from the Israeli EV startup Re. 
They plan to open a £12.1 million manufacturing hub and double its workforce from 150 to about 300 people. The heavily automated site will specialise in creating the basis or platforms for its vehicles and it is great news for the UK. That is all from me. You are now in the EV know as ever, courtesy of EV Comply. I'll be back with you on Friday. From everybody here, we hope you have a fantastic weekend.